1: well good morning everybody and welcome to another edition of news you can use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080 and the sun is shining today because we've got just a bright light in our studio. And I'm so grateful that you made the trip to be on the show today. We've got with us Carrie Lee Maland. And usually when I introduce somebody, I say they are this, they are that. But you're so many things, Carrie Lee. And I'm so excited <laughs> to, to have you here and talk about everything. You can just pick one. How about that? I pick one. Okay. So a lot of people, a lot of our listeners probably remember you, um, you know, from currently filling in on NBC Connecticut mm-hmm. and being an anchor at NBC. And so that's probably where most people recognize you. But we're going to also talk about a new show that uh, just aired, was it this last weekend, right? Yeah, it on, just debuted, yeah. On NBC Connecticut, and all the things that you're up to, and you know, you're a wife, you're a mom, you're busy, you're beautiful, and just so many things that I want to get into. So let's just kind of start where, what have you been up to? My goodness, loaded question, <laughs> Anne. Uh, first of all, it's
2: great to see you. Thank and you. And your beautiful office. Thanks. And your incredible staff. You, you've you just, oh my goodness, you're like all of our role model um, for what happens uh after, after TV news, right? TV <laughs> I have so news. many friends that always say, there's life after TV news. You know, and I've sort of had a mottled version of that because I'm still sort of in sort of, you know. Um, but I think what happened, Anne, was I loved what I was doing so much. But, like, nothing has to last forever, does it? No, it doesn't. And so it's okay when that chapter sort of kind of starts maybe winding down and another one starts Cropping up, and I had this burning, simmering fire in me to do what my soul loves to do and has always done, and that's um, that's just to make things beautiful, or more beautiful, or more like someone. Uh, I think for me, um, in doing design, um, I love the journalism behind it because everybody has a story, right? And I have to know that story. Mm-hmm. And who that person is to be able to tell that story on their walls and their windows and their carpets and their floors and and everything else. So I'm still using journalism and still telling stories. Well, because you can't
1: just paint, you can't take a blank canvas and paint the same picture every time, right? No. You want this to be customized to the people and make them feel comfortable. And and that's what you're doing. And so when did this love for interior design and all of that, when did it start? Gosh, I can't remember when
2: it didn't start. Okay. It's always been there. Your house Um, must be beautiful. But I change it all the time because then I get, you know, my husband said, you know, you need to start doing this for the other people because we can't just keep changing our house (laughs) over and over. So, so, um, and, and I, I you know, from the newsroom, you know, was still able to uh, start an Airbnb um, little sector uh, because that wasn't a conflict and that was something that I could do and it didn't take time away from, you know, a demanding news schedule. You know what that's like. And I'm never going to do anything without giving 150%, maybe even 200. And so I wanted to be able to still really focus on doing news, but on the side, uh, on the weekends, on the evenings, I could work on this Airbnb. So, and that sort of got my design fix until it didn't. And then we all had a lot of time to sit around during COVID and think, huh, well, what can I do... from the same situation everyone else was in. Can't really go out. We don't really know what this is. We don't know how, you know. And so I thought, well, people need better Zoom backdrops or maybe they're sick of their walls too and I can help them over Zoom. So I just started doing this for people. And I think throughout my life, whatever the circumstance has been, I've always found ways to squeeze this in. Whether it was in college, making the college dorms look better for friends. Oh,
1: wow. Um,
2: or even, you know, people in news. People always think, oh, they make a bazillion dollars. Well, starting out in small markets... Uh, reporters don't make a million dollars. Right, they don't, and they've got two pennies to rub together, and that's for their TJ Maxx dresses. Yes. so nothing's left over after that, and so to make their places look good on a twenty-two dollar budget, I, I hand up. I was there. I I loved doing it. So, um, it's always been part of me—a
1: huge buried part of me. Well, I give you a lot of credit, Carrie Lee, because, you know life after news is scary you know what is that next thing Yes. right and I remember that day um, wondering now what am I gonna do even though I kind of had a plan but the plan zigged and zagged and you know 20 something years later here I am still thriving thriving and surviving thank you for that Um, but it's not easy and and you've (sighs) got to follow your passion you know I just love to get up every day and come into the office I never have that feeling in my gut like oh I don't want to do this you know and that's part of what I think life really is all about is Following your passion and you've done that so let's go back to the Airbnb thing so is that where you helped fix up other people's Airbnbs so it led to that so
2: I did it and then um, Airbnb you know gave me little checks and they you know you're doing great and you get the super host and then you get all these different sort of accolades and I thought okay I'm like sort of credentialed now as an Airbnb person and then people would say you know I do have like a guest room or I do have This room in the garage, you know, could I do that, too? And I said, my gosh, yes. So, um, again, using the journalism because you have to write and you have to entice and you have to take beautiful pictures and have dialogue that matches those to make people realize, you you know, you don't want to just say, yeah, I've got a great looking room. No, Mm -hmm. you've got a room with a view or um, you, you make it smell beautiful or you leave them a little gift. I'm always a believer in, like, make them feel like they're at a hotel. Make them feel special. special yeah. Yes, a hotel that feels like home. But still tr- spoil them, treat them with, with goodies or whatever. Um, and so, yeah. So, uh, in fact, it's funny. I was talking to someone yesterday in California that has, um, a, what is it? Is it llamas or... Um, is, Alpacas, maybe? it's Alpaca? I, okay. Might be alpacas, yeah. But anyway, so she's got this house with all these alpacas. The The four daughters have grown. She's single. And she's thinking, hey, you know, would people want to come and have an Airbnb experience at my house? And so I'm going to go out there and, and darn it, I'm going to make it happen for her. Wow. So, so you, just you, they like, fly uh, you
1: out there and yeah. you help them with their, with, with their design and their project? And creating project a and business
2: cre- for them. Ah. Because part of it is yes. really understanding how to make it a thriving mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of competition. So let's make you shine. Let's make you. I have a, a, another gentleman that I did this for in Miami. My goodness, there's competition for Airbnbs in Is Miami. There, yeah. Oh, so much competition, and they all look great. So how do we make yours look great and make it stand out and make people want to come? So we can do that with a little bit of writing. We can do that with a little bit of design. Photography. And, uh, all whole, of it. And, yeah, you, br- and you bring the whole
1: package, which is great because, you know, you've been in this media business now for, what, over 25 years? So Goodness sakes. It, it might even be
2: 30, Anne. Oh, isn't it scary <laughs> when you do it the is. math?
1: It is. That's why I don't do the math. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> well, we're not good at math either. Usually we've gone into this because we're not good That's at right. math.
1: That's pa- right. Never did like them. I always had to be tutored in math, for sure. <laughs> so how does this work, though, with these Airbnb people? Because I you know, I've stayed in an Airbnb and I've had great experiences. Um, so these people kind of move out of their homes or some of them are doing it as an investment or both, right?
2: All of it. Yep. Sometimes it is, it, it, sometimes it's saving their ability to pay their mortgage. You know, people are still suffering hard times uh, with jobs and the changing job market and the forever changed job market after COVID. So some people, it's, it's survival. Like that's how they're mm-hmm. paying the bills. So it really has to work. And they are living there, but you fully disclose that, you know, and some people are okay with, a private room in a in a shared home. Um, other times, it's it's a property that they had that they're thinking, well, I, would, I don't want to sell it yet. Let's wait for inflation to go down or right. the interest rates or whatever. So when they buy, it's a better situation, so they want to prolong. Uh-huh. So um, so it might be that it might be, um, you know, that they're buying it as an investment property. There are people that own say three homes in different places, and they just bop from one to the next. And so whenever it's not rented, yeah, they're in in Miami and. And then when Miami's rented, they go to Martha's Vineyard. And when Martha's Vineyard, you know what I'm yes, saying? Oh, I know, And this exactly. is their life.
1: I just can't imagine, though, let's say if I turned my house into an Airbnb, what would I do with all my stuff? Like the one that I stayed in, they had one closet that was locked, which yep. I'm sure they had. Possessions they didn't they didn't want to out in the public. Yeah, um, but I just think about all the things in my house that I could never put away to make it an Airbnb. That's got to yep. be one of the challenges, right?
2: There is definitely um, a declutter and an mm-hmm. edit
1: mm-hmm.
2: Um, of a different one than you and I are used to. Um, so it's really editing things down as opposed to um, you know putting a piece together. But it's um, it, it's it's something that. Takes more of a knack than you would think. And so I have team members that mm-hmm. specialize in because editing down is very personal. Oh, yeah. And we are in people's homes. That is so personal. And one thing I've realized is having uh, an ethical code of silence. Whatever we see, we never share. Whatever journey we are taken down with someone's possessions, um, it's it, emotional. It's very emotional. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a reason often that it's gone there, and that brings up a lot of emotion for our our clients. Right. So the edit or the organization is. um, Oh, I just said that like a Canadian because I was in Canada last month or last week. Organization. (laughs) It came back. back. Oh, I had to work years to say organization, not organization. (laughs) (laughs) But the organization uh, of it all. It um, it's not just going and cleaning up for them. It's teaching them how to live a new way. Right. So I think um design when I was just doing it you know um for fun I didn't realize how deep the the layers go when you see people cry on HGTV because they're so astounded at the makeover right. those tears are a number of things. They can be joy, they can be relief, they can be exhilaration, they can be a reflection of look how far I've come personally. Mm -hmm. Our walls tell our stories, and boy, your walls tell a lot of stories. I love your (laughs) walls here. Oh my goodness, if if your listeners have uh, not seen pictures of the uh, break room, my goodness. Yeah, it's cool, it's 50s, it (laughs) really is.
1: so cool. How much emotion did you have when you put JoJo in the trash? (laughs) <laughs> JoJo. Poor
2: JoJo. Poor JoJo. I was trying to make a case for her. But, you know, Jody said, no, it's no. recycling day. It's got to go. And so JoJo was gone. So, yeah, and the 10-year-old, Callie, her daughter, uh, we, ha- we had her blessing. So we did this with the blessing of the ten-year-old, who's not into JoJo anymore. Good. Um, this is how short-lived we all are. We're the, t- one a uh, taste one day and not the next. Not so. the next, right? But see, like me, I
1: think my kids are going to want those memories, so I've I got memory know. boxes stacked up in my attic. But let's get to where JoJo got put in the trash because recently we talked about you did a half hour program, um television program. It was called Seasons Celebrates with Carrie Lee Malin. Yeah. And it aired on NBC and it was just it was fantastic. You know what it was? It was um there was a lot of good useful information in there. Good. And um and you really were very, like you said, respectful and, like, the guy with the big stain on his couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael Kay from Michael K. Uh, the,
2: the Voice of the Yankees <laughs> was responsible for that head stain. He
1: still... I mean, I thought in the end. I was waiting. I was waiting for that. Would JoJo went in the trash? Yeah. I was thinking, okay, and so does the couch, but it didn't. No, the couch is living on. The couch is... Now, Michael
2: did say, if you guys don't want to style around this stain, you know, you can get rid of the couch. But but Jody and I both felt that was a heartfelt um, suggestion. Oh. And that that couch really needed to stay put. So um, those couches are very comfortable. Okay. I get it. Okay. You know, maybe we're all capable of a head stain if we're yeah. in a comfy couch long enough. Who knows? <laughs> but people are going to really watch now. They're going to be like, what? Ooh, you you've got to watch it. And where, where
1: can they watch it, Carrie Lee? Where can they access the, the half hour show? So it's going to be on
2: um, the sister station of TNH in a couple of weeks. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This Saturday. This Saturday. Okay, it's wait, we'll start that over. Okay, so, because we can edit. Okay. Okay, so where can people watch the show? Okay, so if you want to see it today, you can go to seasons.com, seasonsmagazines.com. Okay. And it's there, live streaming, or streaming. You can stream it anytime. Uh, It's also going to air on the 22nd of April, and that's on the sister station of TNH. WCTX. You got it. Okay. Yes, so it's going to air there. Uh, Ooh, what time? I think it's noon. All right. But, but Yeah.
1: That's great. Well, you know, with the internet now, you can just access it, and you can look it up and watch it. It, It's really good. Why did you pick, what was it, the Hillstead as your backdrop? So that's a good question because I thought, okay, I want
2: this to be very much an out-of-studio show. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be real, and I want it to give content every time you turn around. So I thought, well, if we're talking about homes, why don't we go to... Some famous Connecticut home, whether it's a celebrity's home, whether it's Mark Twain house, whether it's Hillstead. And because some of the pieces were taking us down a road that was a little bit more farmy like the modern farmhouse. Right. Oh my God Hillstead, those gorgeous. Oh, those houses are beautiful. Oh, wow. Those houses are beautiful. Unbelievable. Just a gorgeous job done by all. The homeowners had incredible input and incredible taste, and um, the Rossetti development is phenomenal. A and lot where of are people... they based out of. I don't know where they're based out of, but I know they do a lot in the Farmington Valley. Okay, um, I think though they do go outside the Farmington Valley, but
1: uh, but yeah, check out his website. I know. Maybe uh, it'll probably say probably say yeah. 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 And, and you know the homeowners had this beautiful brick home but they wanted that new farmhouse look yes I think that a lot of that has to do with what we're watching on television these days it does all the Magnolia Network stuff all the HGTV stuff you know I I often laugh because if I hear one more person say so what are your must-haves open concept, <laughs> open concept.
2: <laughs> or when they walk through oh I can imagine myself having a glass of wine or a cup of coffee right here you always hear that
1: too <laughs> oh. and I've noticed I think they've got people because everyone go oh my god every time but I think they've made them say you can't say god gosh oh my gosh or yeah. oh my goodness or something like yes that. because I noticed now they're not saying oh my god anymore
2: well maybe we need to get three other words entirely. I know. Like, there's got to be another reaction. There has to. I'm right? like If
1: I were on the show, I would think, okay, how can I be different than all the other millions of people with the same reaction yes. to everything that they see? <laughs> like, what about? Are <laughs> you kidding me? What the heck? I know what I would say. I would, this Holy is shit. crazy. Or
2: that. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> but anything
2: but. Yeah. Oh my! Every it's time. So annoying. I so agree annoying. with you.
1: So um, let's also talk about some of your guest stars that yeah, were in yes. the show. I saw Jocelyn Memento yes. was there. It was so great to see her. I see her on the Hartford HealthCare stuff all the time yep. as well. And Ann Craig. I know, two I miss of her. the nicest people yes. in the world. Yes. And because we were all competitors. I know, you know isn't we, that right? They yeah. were, Jocelyn was at Channel 8 and so was Ann Craig, right? Yeah, yeah, That's right, that's right. Uh, so to work with them. How did that happen? So Jim Tully, who
2: is in charge of Seasons magazine, yes. He had a relationship with, he was the one that initially said, you know, Carrie Lee, would you be interested in something like this? I think there's synergy. And I'm like, that's so weird because I literally like marked on my calendar, okay, I wanted to get to a certain place in design before I brought in the media part. Mm -hmm. And I was ready. I thought, okay, like I've got a portfolio and I've done all these different things, but you know, it's in your heart. It's in my heart too. It doesn't go away. Yes, it doesn't. We still love media. Mm -hmm. And thanks to podcasts, you can do it in a different way. Thanks to all the different media uh, platforms you have, you can do it in a different way so um so I was ready to combine design and media and I got the phone call from Jim so Jim uh, has that beautiful magazine Seasons magazine yes. and um initially he said you know would you be a contributor and write a column and I I've written for many magazines and love it mm-hmm. because it's another form of journalism and we get to write and we get to right. do all that stuff we love so then he said you know um once we decided okay let's do a show of some sort um he said you know what about correspondence? I know Jocelyn Memento really well. I said, I've met her before. I love her, but never got to work with her. And then when I did the piece at Jody Applegate's house, mm-hmm. she said, well, what about Anne Craig? And I said, oh my goodness, what about Anne Craig? So I thought, oh, I'm just so honored and flattered and excited to work with Anne. Such amazing journalist that everybody knows as well.
1: Yes. So Ann Craig is more focusing on the exterior, the gardens, and things yes, like that, right? Yeah. she which sure is did. A, which is such a talent in itself because yeah. your home isn't a home unless you have that outside space that you can right. really enjoy too. Another it, HGTV concept: I mean, exactly. the indoor-outdoor room, yes. right? <laughs> <That's exactly. laughs>
2: well, you know, HGTV's changed the way our brains work now because that's when we're looking at anything, we're we're thinking of all these things mm-hmm. that we've learned on HGTV. The expectation for realtors, speaking of Jocelyn's piece, is that real now realize we've got to sell this house and make it look like HGTV because we're also brainwashed and our expectation is so high that they have to get it there that's why
1: staging has become such Such a
2: booming business you didn't
1: hear about this five years ago you know and it was one of those things I know when I was house hunting you know I said look I walk into these homes with imagination I know what I can do I know what I need to do it doesn't have to be that way when I walk in but now today I think it really kind of does and one part of your show the someone said all neutral walls you can have one accent wall but that's it and I just went oh my god I can't even imagine having to come up with one
2: accent right and I am personally so when it comes to when it comes to the way I do style for people so they're doing it from a staging perspective and Yes. yes there are rules and there are certain things and but I always believe um it's your house Mm-hmm. And I have to do you. People often say, "You know, what is your style?" It doesn't matter what my style is. Right. I'm going to do your best style. Yeah. Whatever your style is, it's going to be the very best version of your style. And there might even be things that I can discover about you as I learn your story that I can incorporate into style. And you'll, uh, I know you're going to love it because I, I have learned to know you as a client. And so um, people will say, "You know, I didn't even know I would love that," but they do. And so it's a very, very personal. Experience and it's your experience,
1: it's not mine. I'm just the conduit, right? I can get you there, but it's good that you can turn your brain in those different directions because yeah. that's one thing you know. I'll try to help somebody else do something, yeah, but I find I go back, keep going back to my yes. stuff, yes. You know? So I think that's the norm, I think yeah. that's the way yeah. we're geared. So that's why you have such a special talent in that. So if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Carrie Lee Mayland, and uh, she's an Emmy award winning journalist and still out there and everywhere. Um, what kind of social media platforms do you have that people can look you up and follow you? Goodness. So um, uh,
2: let's see. So there's Facebook, um, Carrie Lee Maland. Mm -hmm. Um, Really snappy, clever title, right? Just go (laughs) with your name, right? Uh, Instagram is Carrie Lee Maland. (laughs) Twitter, same thing. Um, If you want to see some of my design... Um, that's more on refresh styling and design. It used to be called refresh CT, oh. but most of our clients are out of CT now because right. we're traveling everywhere. Right. So I thought, oh, I better lose the CT because people in in
1: California were like, "What is CT? Like, yeah, what, what does is that? that? Mean? Yes. yes. So because we do go see everywhere, see how you zig and zag. You know, yeah. you started with this Connecticut yeah. niche. Um, and and I think your name and your reputation helps you get started but then you know like all good businesses it, it broadens beyond that beyond yeah. the borders of Connecticut and that's what you're doing and that's so great hey before I forget I got to mention your photographer your videographer oh my god your oh, editor Dan. Dan He's so,
2: yes so you connected with Dan and I, I didn't realize you worked together oh, yeah and Dan's kind of the reason for this right now right right Dan White. is the he's the best, the best. He's the nicest. He is the
1: nicest. Guy. Like you can
2: wait your whole life waiting for the other shoe to drop and see. D- a non-nice side of Dan, it's never going to come. <laughs> no. doesn't uh, exist. I've seen it a little bit. No. <laughs> I will say this, though. Uh, <laughs> when I told him I didn't like his dog, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might see it then. Well, put it this way, this week I saw a tiny, 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 tiny bit <laughs> of uh, the underlyings of Dan. Um, so we were down to the final edit last Tuesday. Like he and I... Up at our respective clock. Up against the clock. Yeah. We didn't even have time. We were in jammies. Like he yeah. was in his jammies at his house, mine at my house. We were on all day. And by the end of it, We thought we were done, and then I thought, oh no, there's one thing that I have to ask Dan to do, and I thought, I can't, I'm scared. And then I said to Jim, you know, he's like, just do it. So I got skull and crossbone uh, emojis <laughs> sent to me after that. I don't know if that meant you're killing me or I want to kill you, Carrie Lee. But that was the uh, that was the dark side of Dan Leroy. Yes,
1: he's such a talented guy and such a good videographer. That yes. really, you know, I've worked with him over the course of many years, and yeah. you know, you can always count on him to get the job done. So, so that's exciting. So, what's next? So, what's next? Goodness, I, you know.
2: I almost, I wouldn't have pictured this being right. what's so next if you asked me five sure. years ago. I almost am just going to take yeah. each day as it comes. Mm-hmm. I, I get crazy phone calls. I'm like, well, that's interesting. Sure. You know, I try that. I think what's next is everything and anything. Okay. Um, just a little bit of magic. Who was it that said that? Meghan Markle said that. Mm. And then she ended up marrying a prince. Well, I've already got my prince. You got your so prince I'm going to say, you know, let's just see what's next and, and hope for a little magic. But and what let's do you want to do? Is.
1: I what's what's, to, what's on your bucket list? Like, if you could say, okay, Carrie Lee, now you know what are you shooting for? Because
2: you never know who's listening. Well, That's true. That's true. I am shooting for um, continued challenge in a new part of my life, um, which I which is design, combining more media with design, making more people happy. Because honestly, once the joy has gone, then it's a job. It's like you said. Mm-hmm. You're ex- I'm excited every day when I wake up that's that I great. get to go do this. Yeah. I'm excited every minute. When I go to sleep, I design in my dreams almost every night. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Almost every night. So, I want more of that, and whatever that brings, I'm here for it. And I think because the job market has changed, the world has changed, life has changed, I don't even know what this looks like in in a couple of years. So, whatever this morphs into, and as long as the joy is still there for me and others, I'm totally open
1: yeah well that's great because you know as I watched the program and I said to you when you came in um, today that you know you've really got that ability to I think sometimes people think that news anchors are just that they're just readers they're not real people they don't really have a heart they don't have a personality and that might be the case for some but (laughs) (laughs) I won't mention any names (laughs) <laughs> Lips are sealed. <laughs> but, you know, you do. And you just have that. It's just a natural a natural ability that you have that you bring to any project that you do. And I think that's the beauty of it. And who knows where you know the HGTVs are going to go and the Magnolia networks and mm. everything like that. It's just it's just such a talent that you have and I'm sure that good things are going to come to you just because of that. You know, it just and you know you've got your kids, right? How many yes, kids do you have? Yes. Two kids. Two kids are they in high 18 school? 18 and oh, wow. I know
2: 18 and 11. So um my son is um you know thinking college. You he, know? Oh, you so know? there's the Canadian thing again. <gasps> See, this is I what ha- I, I'm going to start speaking French soon. Oh, I love it. I was it. there like literally this time last week. I know. We and I can't deserved shake a it. Yeah.
1: I know, but that's okay. <laughs> I love it. I used to date a Canadian, so it's oh, kind
2: of in my heart. You yes. Know? Well, we, did he apologize for everything? We no, really do. I'm he so was a
1: sorry. Guy. I know. so sorry. The one that got
2: so away. So sorry. Oh, the one that got away. The one that got away. Oh, well. Well, it makes a good story, right? It does make yeah. A good story. It'll be good. It'll be a
1: great chapter in my book. That's on yeah. my bucket list. Are you writing a book? Oh, I'm going to write a book. I just got to figure out what topic to write about.
2: You've got so many. Got You're another so one. Good. You've got so many lives, so many things, so many um, success
1: stories, so many hats, so many failures. But no, those are good. Those, those make are, us who we are. are, don't they? they? they it's yeah. all good. It's all great. Well, you know, this has been so much fun. I can't believe that the whole show's gone already. You know, <laughs> it's just sure. such a pleasure talking to you, Carrie Lee. And I've always, you. you know, we never worked together at Channel 30. Yeah. Our past never crossed there, but they're crossing now. And I think yeah. they're crossing for a reason. So I always say to people, never good luck, continued success.
2: And I say the same to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Oh. And thank
1: you for introducing me to your listeners. And
2: we have to do it again because we have barely scratched the surface. Hey, like maybe we'll start a podcast. Let's
1: go to podcast. lunch. <laughs> let's start a podcast. <laughs> hey, we're going to come up with some ideas at lunch after this. But thank you again for being here. And check out Carrie Lee Maland on all of her social media platforms. And uh, we want to thank you for tuning in to this wonderful edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080.